Welcome, everybody, to the Craps Journey podcast. This is episode four. My name is Aaron, and today we'll be talking about a session report. I finally played my first casino session after having started learning about the ins and outs of craps. It's been three months of learning. Essentially, I was very nervous. Uh, Went to the Treasury casino here in Brisbane which is my local casino it was it was a very nervous time I uh, couldn't remember I'm embarrassed to say I couldn't remember the plays that I thought I was going to do some strategies that I wanted to test out couldn't remember them I didn't have a notebook didn't have a pen I had a $300 buy-in I had unfortunately left myself short on time so I was rushed. So I did pretty much all the no-nos that I think I've, I've, I've read about. Make sure that you have plenty of time. Don't rush yourself. You know, the work. I was hungry. I was tired. I was, I was jittery because I was hungry. It, it was everything that was wrong. I should probably never have gone there in the first place. But I felt that I just had to do it to get it out of the way. At uh, Treasury Casino here in Brisbane, they only have one craps table. It is very bouncy. It is like there's a trampoline at the other end. The dice were flying off everywhere. Everyone was having problems with it. And I leant over to one of the guys who was next to me and said, this is really bad. And he said, this is how it always is. So um, I just never noticed it before. The, uh, the dice were worn the chip trays were very, very worn. These are the things I never noticed before. So I've gone in there with uh, a fresh set of eyes, knowing that I've got to observe everything. And, and it was amazing. I was shocked at how I've played there many times before and not noticed a single thing. Just gone up there, whacked the dice down the other end of the table, didn't pay attention to who else was around the table, what they were doing, what they were betting on, how they were holding the dice, how they were throwing the dice, what the dealers' names were, how it all worked. I honestly never paid attention to that and walked straight in there, just observed as well as played, and it was amazing. My mind was blown at at how much I had missed before. It was a a large table. I stepped it out as nonchalantly as I possibly could to try and work out how long the table was. And I estimate it's about 5.5 meters long, which is about 18 foot. That can't be right. That just can't, it can't be that big. So the next time I go back there, I'm going to try and step it out again. Of course, I'd love to take a tape measure out there and say, hey, buddy, can you just hold the end of the tape and I'll just measure it here. But I think I'd get, uh, I think I'd get uh, some major problems <laughs> if I tried to measure the table. I felt like taking some photos as well, but that would, I, I didn't feel comfortable on my first effort to, to take out the camera and start taking photos with the, with the phone. But anyway, another problem that I did was that I, I didn't watch. I just jumped straight in. I knew I had a very short time. I had about one hour tops. Um, very restrictive of time. I, I just should ne- never have done that. But um, I had an hour. I went in there. I tried to do 
what I had discussed in and showed in episode three, which was the uh, don't pass three-tier strategy. But I couldn't remember it properly and, and I basically mucked it up. I started at um, 1.30, ch- clocked out at 2.45, bought in at 300. Unfortunately, took, took massive hits with back-to-back losses on what would be considered it was just a come-out frenzy. And, and I got down to $100 and then um, finally the progression got to $90. So I had $90 on the don't pass and then got a win and got it back up again. So once I then clawed my way back, ground my way back to 280 off a $300 buy-in, that was one hour 15, I had to go. So I just I cashed out at that point. The interesting thing was is that it was it was only a half it was a full table but only half the table was set up so there was a stick a stick person one dealer and then the and then the the um the box and that was it so if you wanted to play you had to only play in one half which was fine because it meant there was no chips at the other end of the table which was pretty cool Unfortunately, the only position I could manage to squeeze my way into was at the straight out position and I hadn't practiced that particular throw from the straight out position. I was only practicing um, the shorter distance and I, it totally threw me. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't actually get the dice properly um, with enough force down to the other end of the table. So I really need to... Uh, practice that. In saying that, I did have the longest roll of all the people around. I had a 12, uh, had two points in there. I only ever bet $5 on the pass line when I was shooting. I made everybody else money, uh, hit the number eight five times, which was nice, and they were all quite excited about that. I used straight sixes as the, um, as the set, but the dice were all over the place, so it was totally random anyway. Every, I, I, what I really noticed was, is that it was, it was after lunch. So it was, it was during the day and the other people around the table were actually taking care to set the dice. Everyone was setting the dice. They didn't care. Everyone was, every single person was setting the dice, but not every person then grabbed them with finesse and, and had a particular grip and then threw them down the other end in a gentle sort of a controlled manner. It was funny because everyone, everyone was setting them and then some guys would grab them, tap them on the table, bounce them up and down and just throw them down the other end with, you know, as much as they possibly could. It was amazing. There was one young girl uh, I want to say young girl, but you know, early twenties, and she had, uh, she was at the stick right one, and she had the three finger grip ever so gently, fingers right on the edge of the dice, and just sort of lofted them down the other end, and she was she was the second best uh, shooter there, a young Asian lady, and um, I knew as soon as I, I as soon as she touched the dice, I knew, she she has. You know, she'd been playing for a while and and knew what she was doing. They were all betting across the place bets, it, it, and and right up across the prop bets. It truly was was interesting. So for my first outing, um, I was quite impressed. I played with a particular mission. 
I had uh, a set plan that I was that I was playing to. I was going to play one strategy. I was going to try one thing. I'm trying to one set, one particular play, and and that that was it. I wasn't going to switch sides, even though I was very tempted to switch things up. I just I just wanted to just be very particular with what I was doing, and uh, I think I think that was good. So a uh, twenty dollar loss, but a learning exercise. So you're paying paying for the learning exercise, but next time it'll be different. So. I, I do definitely need to be closer to the back wall. I know that. Um, I'm not ready for, for straight out yet. That table is just too far to the other end. I can't, I can't control it properly just yet. Um, very much, I've got a lot to learn. I've got to take a little notepad and a pen. I cannot remember my plays. I, I, I get too nervous. I'm, I'm just trying to concentrate on the throws, on, on the plays. It's too much for me, so I need to take notes. I need to be very particular with, with what I do and, and be very one thing at a time. Otherwise, I'm just not going to be able to, to push forward the way how I want to. But in essence, it was a good session and look forward to updating you with further sessions in the future. And as always, if you want to keep track of what's going on with uh, my craps journey by all means subscribe itunes stitcher i tried soundcloud not sure whether i'm going to go ahead with that or not that's a bit of an experiment and on youtube if you want to reach out to me send me an email love to hear from you it's cj at crapsjourney.com come over to the website if you're not listening to this at the website it's crapsjourney.com and See you again on the next podcast. Bye.